09, uh, we had a guy that was just buying trucks left and right, you know, and never forget his name. His name is Bernard. Okay. Right? He comes in my office. He comes in and it's like, hey, um, basic guy, regular guy buying a truck with his little duffel bag, right? And, uh, hey, I'm here to buy a truck. I'm like, okay. The cool. duffel bag has money in it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it was all cash. Okay. It was all cash. All right. I like Bernard already. Yeah. yeah. My kind of guy. Yeah, my kind of guy. But he was looking at a truck, and then he's like, okay, you know, I go out there with him. I show him the truck, and, you know, we turn it on, look at the inside, open up the hood. He checks it out. He's like, okay, I'll take it. All right. 40K. Okay. So he comes out, and he just busts out 40K cash. <laughs> Buys a truck. Well, the following week, he buys another truck, right? He calls me again. He's like, hey, bro, I'm ready for another one. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are, you, what are you looking for? Same type of truck. Right. All right, I got two or three I can show you. So I go out through the yard, show him the trucks, and he's looking out, you know, checking, trying to see which one he wants. So he picks one out and buys another one, buys a second truck. A couple of weeks later, man, I'm, he calls me again. I'm like, okay, but like, like this, this dude's something. <laughs> I got to know what the hell you're hauling. You know, hey, what, what are you doing, on? man? So, right, yeah, uh, right. Yeah, so I'll pull him off to the side like, Bernard, like, what, are you, what are you doing? What are you hauling? He's like, I'm hauling frac sand. I'm hauling frac sand in a pneumatic trailer. And to me at the time, I, I didn't know what a pneumatic trailer was. I didn't know what frac sand was, but he was in the oil and gas business. So I'm like, man, Bernard, you know, hey, if you don't mind, I'd I like to learn what you're doing. You know, hey, maybe, maybe help me out. I'll help you. You help me. You know, maybe we can both grow together. And I'll find you more trucks, but give me a shot with one or two trucks, you know, under your company. Right. So he now, 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 real quick, Raul, at this point, the 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 transport side of the business, are you guys still up and we running? We weren't actually downsizing. You so, downsized. Okay. So I mentioned 08, 09. The so crash. The, yeah. So the crash, when the market crashed in 08, 09, in 08, you know, we were hauling, we were probably doing about 75 trucks, you know, OTR. Yeah. And the fuel, if you go back in the day, fuel spiked up. I mean, it, it jumped up dramatically. So the company we were working for didn't give us a fuel surcharge. So we all, we had brand new trucks, brand new Pete's, you know, and, and trailers. And uh, man, we started downsizing. Gotcha. But we were good at the time because we were already building triple R diesels, already building these semi trucks. So we're like, you know, we downsized. So you kind of pivoted trucking. into that. Correct. Gotcha. So Correct. you guys had like a dedicated contract with a company. They weren't taking care of you guys on the fuel end. And you guys said, you know, let's, let's, let's kind of pivot into this. The the uh the chrome shop and flipping the trucks yeah. and so forth. Okay, yeah. got it. I just want to see what was going on with the transport because cool, cool. now you're talking about a, a, a new transportation business, right? Yes, sir. All right, so let's get back to Bernard. Bernard yeah, so tells now, you about no, oil back and to gas. Bernard with the duffel bag. With right? the duffel bag. Duffel yeah, bag. Duffel Bernard. Bag cash. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So three trucks. Three trucks. I'm like, I mean, come on, Bernard. You gotta help. Help. Help me out. I'll help you. You help me. You know. Yeah. Like, give me a shot with one truck. He's like, okay, I'll help you out. Like, we'll put the truck under under my fleet. You know, I'll take a little percentage off the top and um, I'll pay you. Well, this guy was making crazy money. I mean, what's, cr what's crazy money? Uh, one truck, 35K. One, one truck, 35K per what? Month. Per month? Okay. Per month, yeah. And, 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 what, and what year, guys? That's 2008? That, uh, that was 2009. 2009, okay. Sounds yeah. like good money to me. Yeah. So 2009, we had this oil boom in South Texas that nobody really knew about, right? So 2009, 2010... You know, the industry kind of changed a little bit to where we had this oil boom in South Texas. You know, oil oil was was high, you know, the price of barrel. And there was a big need for trucks. There was a, a need of, of just trucking. And that's what he did. We were hauling frac sand in pneumatic tankers. So he gave me the opportunity. We started. So I decided to create a company called TCT in 2010. Okay. Which we did and um, started with one truck. Now, now, how many trucks did Bernard have oil in the sand at that time? On his own, he had about ten. He had about he was ten. About ten. So he, so he was kind of still in the infant stages, just kind of building up himself. 
And that's when you kind of caught him. So you caught him at a good time. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't yeah. too it wasn't too crazy yet. Yeah, I did. I did. All right. So just for the for the listeners who don't understand, can you tell us like how that kind of works? Hauling frac sand, because some you said it to somebody, they may not even know what you're talking about. So what can you tell us about that? So the old companies, what they do when they drill complete wells, so they'll drill, they'll drill a well, and when they complete the well, that's where that's where frac sand comes in. So they use frac sand and chemicals to pump the frac sand and chemicals down hole. So the, they, they'll do that and they'll actually extract, they'll, they'll pump the chemicals and sand down hole. And then when they hit the shell formation, it extracts the oil out of the ground. So you got, you got drilling, you got completions, you got production. So that's, that's the oil and gas industry. You said drilling, completions, completions and then production? And then production. Okay, so what's, com- I know what drilling is, what's completion? Yeah, so we're delivering, we're delivering frac sand to the well sites. So we load up at a load site and then go to location we're on location and we're just delivering and offloading into a silo. Okay, got you. And then once it goes into the silo, because you're talking to somebody who doesn't understand this yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. So once it goes to the silo, what does that mean? Like, where, where is that going? No, exactly. I mean, even coming from us, like our background, you, know, you got OTR, you got roofer. <laughs> right. You know, I was a regular truck driver. Right. And then when you come into oil and gas, and I'm like, like, holy crap, that's yeah. a whole different environment. Right, you know? you're saying the words that sound like for they sure. make sense to you, but I don't get them. So no, sure. when you say you deliver them to the silo, the silo is, I know what a silo is, but what, where do they go from the silo? Like, is this from the silo? They actually pump it down ground, down, down pump the it into the ground, and then that's what fracks the ground, right? Correct. Okay. Gotcha. And then we have a view of our silos. So, what we do is we actually unload it's a good picture right here, which shows you we're actually delivering frac sand and then offloading to those solar silos. Okay. So, unloading time is about 30 to 45 minutes per driver. And the good thing is we're actually in big, big stages. There's at times we do about 15 trucks a stage. Okay. Every three hours. Gotcha. And it's 24 seven around the clock. Okay. So you can just imagine the traffic and the amount of, you know, trucks coming in and out of location. Yeah. So uh, right now we got about probably five dedicated crews. At times we're about seven or eight jobs, but we run five dedicated. When I say dedicated, I mean, it's just us, just TCT only. Gotcha. And we handle what we call like final mile delivery. Okay, gotcha. So you guys are doing that back and forth how many times a day oh gosh we were doing uh, so that was a that was a time frame about 20 2011 you know what i call kind of like an old boom in south texas yeah and man he was man they were raking in money they were doing good and so he was paying me every week every week so i was working for him right okay i was working kind of like kind of working under him right so like leased under yeah yeah his company under under his company so when i decided to just kind of branch out and just kind of go on my way and create tct you know, I want to just kind of create and get my own account, you know, yeah. and maybe possibly, you know, earn or work for my own crew. Yeah. How were you able to do that? How did you just like build some relationships while you were working man, with him? Ask, asking a lot of questions, man, <laughs> figuring, figuring it out, you know, realizing that, that it's not easy, you know, because drivers had to become safe and certified. They had to become H2S certified. They had to become, uh, you had to be clean shaved. You know, you couldn't be clean shaved. Yeah. Too? yeah you could go with a full beard, you know, you go really? to these well sites, they're real strict. Okay. They're real strict. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have full PPE. Steel toes, hard hat, respirator, and, and uh, you had to have all your certifications. So it took time. It took time for us to figure out all that. Okay. All the so, th- so is it like a lot of politics involved in the in in the industry? Like when you say like clean shaving and all that, like they want you to look a certain way. Like you're driving a truck. What's the difference if you got a beard or not? It's all about safety. It's, it's all, all about safety. safety. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Safety was part priority. Number one priority. Got you. All right. So you start growing in that business. You start making relationships, and then tell me about how you start growing TCT. We started evolving into uh, just growing and adding more more and more trucks to the fleet. So we started in 20, you know, we created TCT in late 20, late 20, uh, 2010. Yeah. 
And in 2011, 2012, we're good. We're all great years. Uh, 13 and 14 were probably the best years. And man, we're doing good. We're, we're getting to a point where like old companies started requiring trucks. You know, they, they needed trucks. They, there wasn't enough trucks to go around. Right. So all these old companies just paid whatever. You know, it got to a point where we're getting paid 2200 a day per truck, whether the truck worked or didn't work. That's how. That's how. Whether well, they yeah. did or didn't work. Yeah, correct. Wow. Yeah, we call that the dedicated rate. <laughs> dedicated rate. Okay, so how does okay? So this is obviously a specialized type of job, right? And like you said, it takes special safety training, special uh, PPE, all this kind of stuff. So if if you're in this niche, it's kind of like like you said, the work don't stop. Like it's they always yeah. have work. But who are you going to to get this work? Man, we uh we just get contracts, you know, and just little by little, just showing them that we had the drivers that were certified, we had the dispatch team, we had the coordinating team, we had the equipment to haul, you know, and 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 not so much the equipment, but the the capacity, the, the capacity. capacity to be able to do a location, a well. Let's say a well is going to run, a two well zipper is going to run, you know, two weeks at a time. You know, are you going to be able to to withstand and have that capacity from start to finish. Right. That was important. Are, are you bidding on this work or is it just something like, hey, this is what we're paying, bring your trucks and we'll, we'll this, this is Back what you have. Back in 13, 14, it really, it wasn't, it didn't require, it wasn't so much about a bid. It was about who had the trucks, who didn't. Okay. You know, so these oil companies became, you know, price of oil back in the day in 2014 was over $100 a barrel. So they were making a killing and, and there wasn't, there was too many completion, like wells that were completing but not enough trucks. Gotcha. So, so that time at the time, all operators were just like, "Hey, look, if you have the trucks, you got 30, 40, we'll pay you. We we wanna we wanna be able to allocate those trucks to our location." So we were making a killing. I mean, we did. Gosh, we ran about at that time we were up to about 100 trucks. Mm. You know, between owner operators and and the company trucks. Company trucks were about 30. Owner ops were about 70. So about 100 trucks running back in uh, late 13 to 14. Yeah. Yeah, that's when time for good. Yeah. <laughs> how, how many different companies would you see out there typically like on a, on a frack site? Like trucking companies? Yeah, trucking companies. Oh, gosh. Uh, man, you know, so in 14, times are great, good. It worked, got out. You know, I'm like, man, these trucks are making a killing. We're doing about 10, 12,000 a week. Okay. Net, uh, 14, 15,000 gross. We have people, we have people coming in from all over, you know, just buying equipment. They, they buying all wanted equipment. to, they all wanted to get into oil and gas. They all right. wanted to haul frack sand. And, right. Uh, Man, in 15, uh, I hate to say this, but 15, man, oil crashed. It just mm. came down. Why? What happened? 15 just came down. It, uh, you know, we were at over $100 a barrel and uh, the market just came down. And, and by then, 15, you talk about maybe, you know, US probably had about 1,600 drilling rigs at that time, 13 and 14, and just oil crashed. So when oil crashes, what happens to you guys? Uh, work, work just kind of went away. So what do you do? Figure it out, you know. So you have um, a bunch of drivers now at this point. They're yeah. look, they're depending on you for work. They're used to working every day, probably two, three runs a day or whatever they're doing, Correct. trips a day. And then it just cold turkey like that it's stops. Cold turkey, man. So, you get a call and they say, Hey, we're not drilling today. Is that how, how it works? That's how pretty much what happened in fifteen, you know. So a lot of the guys that were in, you know, some of my competitors back in the day in fourteen were buying brand new traders, brand new trucks, and um just couldn't survive, you know, they couldn't make that payment. Uh, work just stopped. Yeah. So I was blessed. I was one of the fortunate ones that did with my money. I was able to pay all my equipment off. So I didn't have a lot of debt. I didn't. I didn't have bills. I didn't have truck payments or trailer payments. So, you know, the drivers were used to making about two thousand dollars a week. 
Well, when work stopped in 15, you know, we had to just, man, it was just one of those moments. It was like, it was tough. You know, we, we had to just kind of get by and figure it out. Okay. What do we do now? You know, what do we do? What do we do? And well, luckily in 15, 16, we just, we went from making, let's say $1,200 on a hundred mile, hundred mile haul at 1200 bucks. Well, in 15, 16, I was only making three to three fifty. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's how much it dropped. That's dramatic, man. So, okay. So the drivers are still, they're still working. They're still doing it. But why is it a drop so much? Why is it such a drastic drop in the rate? Because you're still doing the same work. Correct. So is it like a matter of supply and demand? There's so much supply and there's not enough demand so they could pay you less? Is that yeah, what Yeah, so the demand the demand dropped and in all companies, all operators had to figure it out like, okay, so if they were paying X amount for sand, they were paying about $120, $120 a ton, you know, and, and trucking was expensive, you know, trucking, oh my God. I mean, they were giving us 2200 a day per truck. So they had to just, you know, figure out, okay, how do we save costs, you know? How save we- costs by paying you guys less. Yeah. So did a lot of guys leave you at that time? A lot of guys left. You know, I went from from hundred. I scattered scale back down to about thirty. Okay, thirty, which were all my company trucks okay. at that time. So by then, I was already at thirty trucks. Luckily, unfortunately, I was I was able to just have my equipment paid for, but but felt felt, felt bad you know felt bad for my guys. Yeah, you know? for sure. So so what'd you do with the trucks during that time? The thirty trucks that you left with your 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 Man, guys. I went I went to West Texas. I went to East Texas. I would try to find work in oil and gas. Um, and just and just do what I had to do, you know. Just, I, yeah, the runs didn't pay much, but but uh, luckily in sixteen, seventeen, oil started coming back up a little bit, you know. And back in eighteen, it creeped up, so eventually rates were, were coming back up. How do you manage that? Because a lot of people, I mean, you guys are a pretty sizable, you know, sized fleet, right? Even to this day, currently, but a lot of you know owners struggle with having to have those hard conversations with their drivers when, you know, things dry up and things aren't looking like they once were. Going through that, how did you handle those time with, with your guys? Man, just talking to them and just giving them just positive feedback. Let them know like, hey, it, it, it's it's coming back. You know, it's, it's going to get better. Um, just helping them, you know. Uh, for example, let's say a driver had a bad week, you know, he's in a bind. Uh, help, help the guy out, you know. If he's got to pay me, he's got to pay X amount, you know, we advance them the money and just able to just get by and, and just hustling and looking for work, you know, yeah. trying to just get out there and just just put your name out there. You know, by then, I mean, TCT, we already had a name and, and a build of regards to what the trucks look like, but also the drivers. But just eventually just getting get our name out there and, and right. finding the work. But of course, you can't please everybody. And of course, there's going to be guys that aren't happy and that, you know, move on and so forth. And that's just it yeah. just is what it is. You know, yeah, and there's. You know, in trucking, there is a big turnover on drivers. There is, yeah, yeah. If you twisted, confused, or stuck about trucks, don't be dumb. This is the place to come. Truck and hustle. Let's go.